International. I finally saw the movie Get Out, and I thought it was really good. I'm not really a horror movie guy. I tend to get a lot of anxiety when I watch a horror movie. In fact, I had a panic attack when I was 12 years old when we were all at the video store deciding on what movie to watch so that everybody could make out. But some of us had to actually watch the movie. That was me. I never got a chance to make out with someone. And so technically I should have been the one picking the movie, but everybody had to prove something. So everybody went with horror at at the time and uh, I had a panic attack. But the, that's beside the point. Horror movies, good horror movies, find something mundane and make you scared out of your fucking wits to do it. You know, psycho with showering and uh, jaws with the beach and uh, hostel with traveling, you know, all that stuff. And um, get out. Has, I am now scared of old white people. And I hope they don't come and get me. I don't think they will. I don't fit the criteria that the movie laid out. But uh, a fantastic film. I think I'm the only person that hadn't seen it up until last week. So I don't even need to recommend it. You probably have already seen it. Is really the point here. All right, let's do this, baby. My name is Ryan. I am. I was a teen in the 90s. I am not a millennial. All of my guests are. If it doesn't fit, you must equip. Oh, <laughs> This is the good life. Just relax and let my mind drift. Having Y2K compliant. Slim Jim. Eat my shorts. What's the deal with Aquaman? Could he go on the land or was he just restricted to wood? No stairway. Denied. This is Ryan with the Millennials. All right. Hello, shalom, and assalamualaikum, everybody, to my Hebrew and Islamic brethren and sistren. World peace, baby. That's what we're all about. Get it established, make it the standard, and uh, save the planet. We only have one, or according to NASA, we have seven more, so maybe we have room for error. But we are here uh, again this week. Uh, Thank you all for listening to the show. Another fantastic episode lined up for you with a very special guest. Uh, This is one of the first people I met when I arrived in Austin, uh, and I'm very happy to have him here today. So, uh, greetings and salutations to Joey. Joey Z, baby. How hey, you doing? Hey, what's up? I just said How's Joey Z, baby. Like a, like a hey, morning, that's morning my, radio that's DJ. It's my, my gang name. Joey Z? Yeah. Do you spell Joey it Z. Z-E-E? It's Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Was the original one, but then, <laughs> He's you know, I got some copyright from Jay-Z, his people. That guy. So, I had a... I had to lose that nickname. He's got a few copyright issues, huh? He's he's all over the place. He's he's, always, he's on he's on a lot of paper. Stealing from you, stealing from uh, Annie, the Broadway musical. Yeah, stealing I'm, from everyone. I wrote 
Uh, big pimpin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that was you. <laughs> that was me. Holy dude. crap! That was Jay Z. And then he was like, "No, nah, I had that name before you." It was a whole LC thing, and then one of us became a rapper, and now one of us lives in Austin. You so know, that's how. That's how that story goes. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I am not a fan of Big Pimpin. Um, bing, I'm, I'm bing, not, bing, bing, not necessarily bing, bing. a fan of Small Pimpin either. I'm like okay. Medium Pimpin. <laughs> medium Pimpin? Yeah, I'm just like Introvert Pimpin. <laughs> just not too much to gain attention. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not you know, verbose, but I'm not silent like either. People, yeah. Big Pimpin, it's like, that guy's he's doing some shit. Yeah. Like medium Pimpin, it's like people like are suspicious, but they can't say for certain. There's an air of mystery <laughs> around like, medium Pimpin. Yeah. Like I'll be at a party and I'll just be standing off to the side, but people will come up to me and talk to me and that's how I pimp. I wonder if he's pimping. <laughs> yeah. Is that guy pimping over there? Yeah, but just on a medium level. Uh, Joey, let me ask you this question. This is something I've asked a guest in the past and it's a fun one to sort of kick things off here. All right. So, Take your time. Think it through if you need to. This is not a test necessarily. This is not a blue book. Everything is a test. <laughs> Everything is a test. Uh, but this is just designed to sort of, you know, let's let's uh, break the ice a little bit, okay? So I need you to picture this scenario, all right? All right. Let's say that you wake up one day and everybody in the entire world is eight years old. <laughs> but you are the age that you are now. <laughs> How long do you think you can survive? <laughs> uh, probably a while. I mean, is it's, it's literally everything the same, but everyone's eight years old, like food and stuff? and uh, Things are available to you. Yes, everything is the same. So, I mean, there are cars, there are factories, there is agriculture. However, everyone's eight years old, except for you. <laughs> so, whatever limited you, knowledge you have of all of those things is what you're essentially working with. I mean, personally, I don't even, think you even can... Even my girlfriend? Would my girlfriend be eight years Your old? Your girlfriend's eight years old, so you're a disgusting pervert <laughs> in this in this dream world that I've created. So first things are first... They, are, they all, are they all, like, cognizant? Are they all, like, still aware with some memories of, like... Would my girlfriend, like, be like, yeah, would she be like, hi, Joey? And I'd no. be like, oh, no, okay. No, she, no. And in fact, that's funny that you bring that up because that was one of the first things. So this was a question I had asked Pat Soroyce when he was on the show. And, he, and one of his, uh, you know, we talked through this for a while but one of the things he raised was can i just go find like barack obama and he could just like lead everyone it's like yeah you could find barack obama but he's eight years old so if you've ever met an eight-year-old before this is what you're working with except the entire world's population dude i think i could last a while and i think i think i would i think i would become the leader i would definitely like you'd have to yeah i'd have exactly i'd be like i'm the oldest it's fair and then they'd all get consensus even though by the time probably some of them are 16 or 15 they're probably way smarter than i am yeah like in my 30s well and that begs the question what kind of a leader are you going to be because if you're a shitty one it will almost i don't want it to be like a leader status i want it to be like think of all of them as like this tribe and they got one wise man yeah he's like the dude that's like you're like a shaman yeah i'm like a shaman this guy he's like man when all of us were eight years old this guy was 25 Mm -hmm. so he's he knows he's seen some things been around the block this guy like i know what the world was like before everyone turned eight years old all at one time (laughs) yeah i know i know a world where all of you were this age you're supposed to be yeah and everyone would look at me like this like sage figure so i think i'd last i don't know in my hundos really yeah you think you'd make it to well then i well because also they 
wouldn't know. And by the time they'd be like cognizant, they'd ask how old I am and I'd lie. I'd say like I'm 50. So by the time I'm like <laughs> in my hundreds, I'm only like in my thirties or something or well, in my forties. Well, it's there, interesting to think that you could sustain and I look really young. a lifestyle <laughs> that would lend you, yeah, like you could live that long. I mean, I feel like after a while, I, I, I'm, I would give myself, I'm 37 right now. So, you know, first of all, I'd have to find the energy to be able to tolerate all these eight-year-olds. <laughs> That's true. But you'd have to... You'd have to I wonder what money and things would be like. Well, there'd be no money. Money's, money's irrelevant. <laughs> so that's... You could just take some things. I think it might be a lot easier, actually. I think I well, that, ultimately yeah. have the brain of an eight-year-old. Yeah. This is perfect. I mean, I've hung out at open mics, too. It's yeah, very similar. Oh, yeah, but so uh, you, but you, you would almost have to find a way to lead. See, I would, I would choose positive affirmation. You have to be very positive. Oh, yeah. You have to root them on. You have to leave a lot of room for mistakes because the, even manual labor is not something that can be accomplished. Like you'd almost have to work 30 minutes every day and that would be <laughs> it. So it's like, you'd really have to budget time here. And then another situation, there's a lot of layers to this question because somewhere, like the rest of the world is eight years old. For all you know, this is like, a, yeah, some, like an entire some country the size of China <laughs> with their billions of people, all eight years old. For all they know, they could find out you exist and then try to take you out. That's true. Um, so yeah, yeah, I would believe, yeah, you got to be positive to all these, because then, yeah, you just groom them That's and then it. like, you don't make, you don't turn any of them into nasty people. And then maybe everyone's like, oh, we're all, what are all these nukes doing? We got to take care of these. Or if like none of those crazy babies shoot any of them off by just being silly and like playing around. Yeah. Do they, do they all have the same jobs and... That'd be up to you. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to assign same, roles. The same uniforms. And then, you know, you can't necessarily, you still have a good eight or nine years. This, this is not designed to be gross, but you have a good eight or nine years before you could start Man, I could do reproducing. What, I, I would also like, ta I would take a couple of those years to just do like anything. I would fucking travel everywhere yeah. on like foot. I would just run around like a nomad knowing like anyone I'm going to come across is some like eight-year-old yeah. nonsense thing. Yeah. So like. I mean, if that were the case for me, I would make it as far as like, you know, Pflugerville. I'd be <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fucking tired, man. <laughs> Who's got I, a bed? I wouldn't know how to get to like overseas. I yeah. don't know how to fly or boat. Damn, that's. I would, yeah, I would travel a lot yeah, and then, and then be like, maybe I should lead now. But yeah, dude, I think I'd last into, I mean, whenever I die. Yeah. That's like a very. 80s, maybe, hundo. It's a very bold answer there. Like, I, oh I, yeah. Like I said, I think I'd be 200 because I'd tell them I was like. Yeah. Really, older. really young or yeah, way older there'd be, to freak there, them out. There'd be no entertainment. There'd be no. It'd be all me. <laughs> there'd be no major transportation. <laughs> like you'd have all these things at your disposal, but they're useless now. And you'd have to assign <laughs> value. Books. Because like currency would have to <laughs> somehow take, take shit. Yeah, I don't think there'd be, it'd be a barter system is what everything would turn into. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, you give me. I'll give you this little toy truck. Yeah. <laughs> you give me all this little paper that you have. And they're eight years old. They don't know it's money. So they're like, yeah. okay, here you go. Well, uh, you, they, they know I stole that toy truck. But actual cash, I mean, what? Let me go. Would that mean anything? Yeah, it is also true. I'm just trading meaningless stuff. Yeah, you're probably like, okay. be the other way around. Like they'd have, they're, like, they're they'd have like two chickens. I'd be like, I take this toy truck, and they're like, no. And I was like, you don't know what you have with these chickens. You don't understand. <laughs> you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have I to can't establish eat this that. toy truck. <laughs> you, you isn't it guy good? Yeah, you could driving around. Yeah, yeah I could. That's how I'd end it. Just eat a toy truck. See that? Actually, I didn't even think of that. The fact eat a that toy I, truck to kill yourself the, out of the eight-year-old world? Yeah. The fact that I know how to drive 
would immediately make me someone who's of more value yeah to everyone so i like i'd have to i don't know like i would find you want to go to disneyland yeah not doing it because the rides so that, aren't up exactly. you can look around and that would mean <laughs> nothing to them too because don't forget you'd wake up these eight-year-olds have no prior knowledge they're just eight <laughs> like they're they're eight and they're in this world they're like modern cavemen it'd be weird dumb little cavemen be like a whole world full of autistic people that don't give a shit about anything <laughs> no emotional That's, connection to disneyland not for like maybe 10 more years or so yeah eight more 10 10 20 years then all of a sudden you got these sort of cognizant humans running around with I don't, some feelings and functions i don't think i would make it to 20 years i would give myself six at most yeah six years and yeah and this isn't because i'm you know <laughs> this isn't because i don't think i'm incapable it's just because I don't think I'd be a very good leader for these kids. I mean, there's a reason why I don't want to be a dad. <laughs> yeah, and being in charge of a couple billion eight-year-old kids would be hard. I think it would be very difficult. Have yeah. you ever been in charge of one eight-year-old kid? I've babysat some people sometimes. Yeah. Well, how old were they? They were like five or six. Uh, that's, that's pretty young. Yeah. Keep you busy? Not really. I only did it like twice oh. before. It was like not a recurring thing, but I've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> Are you good with, you seem like you'd be good with kids. I'm okay. I can like tolerate them and like put on like a face. They definitely are pretty irritating. Yeah. Who are these kids that you were watching? These were like some parents' friends who just asked me to like watch them for a weekend. Yeah. How old were you when this happened? Like 16. Oh, okay. So you were a kid too. Yeah. I wasn't, I was the elder though. Did you feel threatened by the chore? Were you just like, fuck, I got to watch these kids. I don't know what to do with them. No, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. What did we do? I just made them food and watch TV with them. Little, little, <laughs> little, little, little bit of easy mac and cheese. Yeah, it was good. PB and J. Yeah. And then what'd That's you go to watch a little Teletubbies? I don't know what we watched. We watched some cartoon. Did you try That's to? That's all I watched. Did, cartoons. did you try to make them like cool? In the two-day span that I had with them. Yeah. <laughs> Try to be like a cool older role model. No, they weren't very... T he wasn't very talkative. No. Autistic? No. Just, <laughs> just a quiet kid. Just a shy little fella. Yeah. I uh, I have a, a, a nephew, and when he was very young, I tried to, like, make him cool. I gave him all my Sonic Youth and Beastie Boys CDs, <laughs> and I gave him all, the, like, Foo Fighters. I gave him all this shit, and then they ended up getting stashed away in, in an attic oh man and i was just like no well, that's, that's not doing anyone any good up there yeah i don't think i would have too much good music to impart on anyone when i was 16 what were you a listening lot of, to like i was listening to a lot of like uh screamo oh yeah emo grindcore music emo grindcore and like who else did i listen to that was just odd for like listening to that music but also listening to like ludicrous okay <laughs> a little bit of move bitch uh yeah the very misogynistic album. that ludicrous Yes, the album Chicken and Beer was the one I had. That was a huge Southern fave. <laughs> That's such a, oh man, yeah, stand-ups on that album. Um, what else is on that album? That's a good one. That was, uh, yeah, Ludacris, that, that was before he seamlessly transitioned into acting. <laughs> seamlessly. I want to know, Ethan, look up, look up so the popular tracks on chicken and beer by ludicrous there we go <laughs> we got a crack research team on this <laughs> what, what kind of it's stand up but i know there's another one on there that's good it's splash waterfall on there splash waterfall might be on there what's uh is ludicrous emo grindcore yes <laughs> <laughs> has he guessed it on any tracks 
there is I listened to this one band I you know, it's either I forget even how you say it it's Silverstein or Silverstein yeah. it's one of those two they uh, they came out with some good music that I listened to a lot that was a good that was a good band that was recent or that was when you were younger oh that was when I was yeah I was like 16 Silverstein not the Silver Sun pickups that band is great yeah I saw them at this club in Omaha called uh, The Slowdown oh hell yeah and yeah, it was when, is that whole album called Lazy Eye? Or is that I some, don't know. You know? I had a friend get, like, stop talking to me for a few days because I said I hated the Silver Sun pickups. <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers sound like Smashing Pumpkins. I'm out. No, uh, you know, Smashing Pumpkins is okay. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're all right. I like them. I mean, I don't mind the Smashing Pumpkins, but I don't know that I want a band that sounds there's, like them. There's one time... This girl that I met like three times, one time said, oh, this one song by theirs was like our song. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. This is like their, gosh, what's that? Was it Disarm? Yeah. Disarm you with a smile. No. And it, leave you like you. Yeah. That was pretty good. Thanks. I've been working <laughs> on my Billy Corgan. <laughs> God. No, that's how that's how meaningful the song was to me that I completely don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> apparently it was to her too. <laughs> so wait, you guys went on three dates and you guys already you guys had a song. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, what happened after the third date? You were just like, I cannot be with this person. I moved to Austin. <laughs> oh, so this is this is not too long ago. Yeah, it was like yeah, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago. Yeah, where did you uh, move from? Lincoln, Nebraska. Hello. Woo. You, you might be only the second person I've ever known in my life from Nebraska. And I can't even remember the first person. <laughs> Nebraska, yeah, good place. Yeah. Did you like growing up in Nebraska? Yeah, for the most part. What was, goes on there? there. Um, some some good people hanging out. Yeah. Like Lincoln and Omaha have a fun little music, little music scene there. Just starting to have like a comedy scene, but it's growing. It's doing some good stuff. Um, so you, there's some cool little entertainment stuff. Did you grow up like in a suburb? Going down. Uh, no, I grew up uh, in this little town called Wahoo, Nebraska. And then okay. I moved to Lincoln when I was 18. There's like a couple of thousand people that live in Wahoo. Yeah. And then I moved to Lincoln for school. And then I... Started doing comedy when I turned like twenty one. Okay. When I first like started going out to like bars and were you uh, seeing an open mic? Were you old enough? Do you remember uh, David Letterman used to yeah, shout his, out his Wahoo? Home office is from there. Home office in Wahoo, Nebraska. They won like some voting poll to say like wherever he should say his home office is, and that's what won. And then they erected like a phone booth. Oh, why a phone booth? That's for like that's where he calls in. That's his home office. Oh, that's, that's the where, home that's office. That's where the calls go to the middle of nowhere in Nebraska. Has it been designated a, uh, like a historical landmark? Yeah, I think there's a sign out by it. Yeah, <laughs> is Wahoo, Nebraska, the big David Letterman crowd? I mean, they'll probably they watched used to watch him. I bet. Yeah, there's people that enjoyed. You like David Letterman? Yeah, I would watch him. Yeah, it's like it's uh it's interesting how generational late night TV hosts have become now, right? It's like everybody grows up with a, with an SNL cast that they latch onto. Yeah. And everybody uh, seems to have a late night host that they really, that, that really sort of resonated with them that they've taken with them too. I don't know if sure it's like that I now. Like the mo- yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. People used to love, love, I mean, people still do love all the different late night shows. There isn't one that I like particularly like more than any of the others. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, all the hosts are like, they're fine, they're whatever, but none of them are like, they're all kind of the same stuff. They're all pretty interchangeable now. Yeah, so it's, I don't know. 
Exactly. Like Colbert. I and well, I mean, I don't even watch that much TV in general, so I don't. Yeah. Is that like a conscious decision or you're just like... I, I mean, I don't have a TV. I have a computer. I can watch Netflix. I got my girlfriend's Netflix account. I yeah. show his account. That's all. That's all <laughs> I need. What was the last thing you watched on Netflix? Uh, some horror movie. <laughs> we watched some horror movie about this girl who picks up some hitchhiker in the in this Utah canyon because yeah. he helps her with his car and then he tries to like attack her in the car and the she rolls the car down the hill yeah to like try to like kill him and she gets like wakes up pinned underneath it but he's free oh she like walks around and like terrorizes her but then she eventually gets free and then there's this side story where he's like in this cabin terrorizing this other family yeah so like he's like doing that she breaks in she's like now it's my turn and she like fucking beats him up and then he falls into like a bear trap and like squeezes his leg and he's like help me and she's like looks like the shoes on the other foot now yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and she like in this one part because her leg was stuck in the car and he left her behind like the saw to like the only way to like get it off because then it like yeah. started to flood it rained yeah the water was coming she's like oh i gotta cut my leg off now. oh shit so but she's then, so she's like a one-legged uh no heroine? she didn't she was about to do it but then like the pressure of the water like pushed the car a little bit which like caused her leg to go out and she like flushed down it oh i see so she was like about to do it she like dug in a little bit there's some blood going on but yeah. then it it pushed her and then at the end the creepy dude gets fucking latched in this bear trap yeah and she leaves behind a saw and she's like here comes the sequel punt. Yeah, yeah yeah he's gonna be followed around by some one-legged yeah <laughs> looks like uh here comes another hack but he line lo- but he lo- like he was hack you know <laughs> cutting off, cut like. off. <laughs> yeah but he looked pretty bloody and tired i think he's yeah i don't think they'll make a sequel was he like did he have like a disfigured face no he was handsome was he yeah that's how how handsome are we talking See, here? It was, he was handsome he was kind of a handsome dude how it got it ha- <laughs> they're just driving in the car after he like helps her and starts pretending to be this nice guy and he's like i need a ride at this place a couple miles out of the nearest gas station or something she's like i'll do it yeah and they're just having a basic conversation and she's like yeah it's nice like that and and then he's just like i bet you think it's nice if i would fuck you right and she's like whoa what and then he started and then he just started being like creepy and weird yeah like the turn was so hard yeah and she was like what (laughs) i saw a similar movie but uh when the guy said i bet it'd be nice if i fucked you real hard the woman was like yeah i think it would be and then it was porn i was watching porn (laughs) yeah so a lot of twists and turns in your movie not so much in mine Uh but uh what uh how did it end yeah with the dude all bloodied and then she saved the the a family family from the i don't she saved the family i think something happened the dude died but there's a girl in there she saved she they held each other and walked yeah onto so, the street towards civilization i suppose yeah to find get help but they did he she didn't kill the guy no no he's stuck leave, in the bear trap that's it leaves the, the wide open for that a sequel it does yeah yeah but it's done in by a bear, bear trap. I'd like to think that I like to think that the bear trap got him. Yeah. Well, you know, modern machinery. You can't fuck with that. There's two up movies that come out. There's one where he didn't die from the bear trap, and one that he did. Yeah. It's got like a choose your own adventure type feel to it. Yes. I can't watch horror movies. I mean, I could listen to people tell me about them. They're, but they're I, entertaining. They're fun. Yeah. I guess sometimes the real scary ones, I almost get too scared. I don't like watching them too much myself. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm going, I mentioned to you before the show that I'm going to see Get Out finally later yeah. today. 
the thing that there's it's something like horror like there's some parts definitely kind of scary it's more of i say like thriller like jumpy a, jumpy kind of is it jumpy a little, some tension that's some, what i don't like there's some yeah you're gonna get some tension ah fuck not like any spooky demon things going on like ah it's yeah. like more yeah definitely some tension and some like yeah some good things done with like time building like little parts yeah it's good but you could usually tell when that is coming up oh yeah the build-ups you're in the build-up already and you're yeah. like oh i mean i don't like horror movies but right, now. right exactly yeah, 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 oh the yeah, music yeah. is building yeah, and yeah. Uh, oh shit no a, a cereal box fell yeah. out of the cabinet yeah you and, and then the real scare comes like three seconds yeah. later it's like oh yeah it's just a cereal box yeah and uh, like, ah! right and then, and then three seconds later it's a guy wielding a machete <laughs> it's like ah fuck you the, yeah the last movie i saw was king kong oh uh, yeah skull king kong skull island monkey one I, I would only go see king kong if they let him talk <laughs> he's like hey stop <laughs> yeah it's like god i'm just trying to be your friend what else fucking saying? weirdos yeah that one had a good it was a good vietnam little metaphor going on oh that's wow the, really <laughs> yeah that's where all the troops were at at the beginning oh okay so and then they're like we got and then so there's like a cut of scene of some of the troops like i don't want to go home yet. yeah this is my was there a guy wearing a headband with yeah. a cigar there's always yeah, one of those in a vietnam uh, movie i don't know if there's a headband there there's, was, al- there's always there's one of those Samuel L. Jackson yeah. acting, acting acting crazy every Vietnam movie has like the guy with the headband chomping a cigar there's a guy chomping a cigar all the time he's always like his yeah. face is all like smudged up and yeah like half crooked mouth crooked, crooked smile. mouth yeah and then there's always a guy with Squinty like head. round glasses who's like I just gotta get yeah, home and there's a couple yeah there's a couple of the nerdy like geologist yeah. scientist people right they, they're they the ones carrying tore up right away yeah Ethan, what's the word on that splash waterfall? Oh, you're still waiting on that? I don't even think Ethan gives a fuck at this point. I was looking at it. I was looking at it. What do you need about it? Is splash waterfall on that album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there right. we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. That's it? That's all you wanted to know? Splash waterfall? Yeah. Stand up. Uh, yeah. 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 This is the splash waterfall is the one I was like, I knew. I, that's. This is riveting listening, just railing off all the tracks from a fucking ludicrous album. Go listen album. to Splash Waterfall or Stand Up by Ludacris yeah. after you listen to this. Well, I think you just inspired the next uh, intro for this episode. I usually record an intro afterwards. There you go. It should, yeah. yeah, it should be. The Magic I want it to be Splash Waterfall. <laughs> you got it. Done. <laughs> it's Boom. Good. It's a good one. Yeah. So, uh, so King Kong. Well, we were far away from that now. Ludicrous. Are you going to be able to sleep at night now, now that we were able to... Uh, I'll sleep better. Yeah. We got it out of me. We can get instant information now. The magic of the World Wide Web. It's insane. <laughs> it goes to, goes to space and comes right back to you. Yeah. So what do you prefer, hip hop or, uh, or, or uh, the alternative? I like a lot of different music. Yeah. I definitely do like some hip hop. Yeah. I also do like everything. Yeah, I like everything from like hip hop, death metal, you in the country Weird music synth music like with kind of country music like towns van zant sure yeah like i like T- towns i like willie yeah like but like modern no not there's like no modern no nah. you don't like the uh so much people that yeah that twangy pickup truck music Nah, sturgill simpson's all right though i like sturgill yeah he's okay i, I like him i like his first album yeah like metaphysical cowboy it might be called something like that the first song i heard by him was that nirvana cover of uh what is <laughs> it uh, in bloom yeah that's on his newest album yeah i didn't like it though i wouldn't so say I, that i hope yeah that would be the the worst first song i think to hear from him well it's like clearly Did you hear that while you're working out 
Oh hell yeah! <laughs> no no. Uh, <laughs> that after a Blink One Eighty Two song. Yeah no God no no I I heard it in the car and I was I, at first I was like this isn't so bad as far as a cover goes of a Nirvana song but then after a while I was just like yeah you know I get it they released that as the single as an access point for people like me who aren't in tune with like country music a lot uh, so that we explore the catalog but uh, yeah I wasn't uh, I didn't dig it you know it didn't really settle into the uh, you know he has this one song called Turtles All the Way Down yeah <laughs> of the first album it's really good that um, sounds I, good yeah I, I would definitely advise you to listen to some er, earlier Sturgill yeah I think the, Look, the album is called don't, don't tell me what to do no okay <laughs> <laughs> write your congressman right now yeah. and say give me a Sturgill Simpson I don't know if he'd have any way to he could help you either more yeah do that on your own sure but I'm a good no, writer. You've, you've, I could write a congressman. You've, just, you've given me some good tastes in music. You told me about tobacco. I did. And the garden. Yes. So I do enjoy them. Black Moth, Super Rainbow. They're phenomenal. Them. Yeah, you told me about some of those. And you told me about, there was a group that played in Nebraska that wore like S&M masks or something. What was that group? <laughs> oh, Plaque Blague? Yeah. Dude, everyone go listen to Plaque Blague. Yeah, what are they all about? It's uh, one dude mainly. Well, him and... Uh, he has a dude running his uh, like a soundboard and like this little light rig that he stands on. It's just like industrial noise music, okay, club music. Does Let's that still listen. work today with with uh, younger listeners? I know like industrial was a huge thing in the nineties. Yeah, there's like a whole dance. There's like different dance. Cult. Yeah, he gets he gets he get that guy. Well, he gets flown out to like it's, Chicago it's, and it's evolved. It's LA out. for like you know those garage yeah warehouse dance raves and he plays for everybody i remember watching there's in, a culture there's yeah. i remember watching videos by like industrial bands and like it, it, they were all the same everything had a strobe light and chains across the ceiling you know and then oh, the yeah. band would be wearing all black and have like vaseline in their hair you he's know definitely like, he's definitely like that but it's his music's pretty interesting yeah for especially to come out of like lincoln nebraska i mean it's not to like take that. anything cool. away from industrial music it's just i remember it being oh, yeah, yeah. all very similar to each other yeah like uh you got your ministry and your kmfdm and my life with the thrill kill cult do any of these sound nope familiar these, no these are these are going over me yeah i don't know any of these give them a shot i should land try them out if i like industrial music listen to psalm 69 by ministry that's right. that's the one that's the that's the groundbreaking <laughs> that's the groundbreaking one yeah that's the one that johnny cash covered do you know this one ethan do you like it ethan's all about it ethan, ethan was in the band <laughs> he was in, <laughs> you were you were in it ethan was in ministry oh, for about it. seven years he played the yeah, yeah. he played the fourth synthesizer might have heard of them yeah i'm sure you have you've heard of the name al jorgensen before yeah yeah that's his band he's in that so they started off as like a really weird sort of like depeche mode ripoff band and then they evolved into this sort of very crunchy industrial band it's very interesting like pokemon <laughs> yeah like pokemon <laughs> the thing that the band ministry <laughs> yeah, like pokemon the thing the ministry gets compared to the most is pokemon <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, going on with you lately man because uh we talk a lot about music you uh, introduce me to bands i introduce you to bands but you also run a few comedy shows out there in the streets oh yeah in these yeah, these harsh streets yeah don't you run a show <clears throat> tonight what's it called yeah uh i run some shows of genuine joe's coffee house yeah up north off of wes anderson um tonight we got glow show what's that all about um, I shut off all the lights and I give everyone glow sticks and put glow sticks everywhere. Yeah. And people kind of just wave them in the air and I got some music going. It's just like a weird comedy rave thing. It's just basically like a 
just a regular comedy show except I shut the lights off and give everyone glow sticks. Is there a spotlight <laughs> on the comedian? There's a bunch of uh, Christmas lights okay. going on around. It's more in the darkness. I was thinking about getting a little light shooting on just barely on the face for some facial stuff, but the Christmas lights do like a, still like an okay-esque job. Yeah. It just sets it's the... It's in the darkness, though. It's a, yeah, it's a nice little mood in there. Yeah. It's cool. Do any comics ever... Like, are there black lights in there, too? I should get some. Get some black lights. Moment. Some lava lamps. There's a lava lamp in the mix. Yeah. What kind of music do you play? Do you play the music during their uh, set? No. Oh, okay. I have, like, a playlist I set up, like, before while everyone just, like, sits in there and... Yeah. Have some beer. People get a beer, have a, have a sit, listen to some music, hang out before the... That's pretty show. cool. Have a beer, light a glow stick. Yeah, yeah have a crack, good time. have a crack, wave around. Yeah. It's fun. I like it when they all wave them around. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. See, I usually don't like stand-up shows that have a gimmick, but this one sounds like it would work. Yeah, it's like a not an, one enough to like, not like it's like a some weird trick game show or like... Right, like exactly. Like like another element involved that makes it kind of like not just a weird, it's just like, I don't know, doing comedy in like a fun little glow stick room. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when I was back in New York, there was like a weird, I don't even want to call it a phase, but like there was just a handful of shows that would like give away free cookies and free cupcakes if you came to the show and it's just like... What is the audience coming here for yeah, now? Do they like, want to come to Tuesday cookie show? Or yeah. Get free cookies. One every intro. Yeah. It's the people, cup- you know, I, I can understand people trying to do, you know, that stuff to get an audience, get some audience. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. That, that coffee shop's really cool. Cause they just started with me and some people doing mu- other people doing music, but I have like, yeah, that storytelling show oh, yeah. out of there. And then this show, and everyone and the storytelling usually, show is called uh the listening room that's right which is a show check right here out. on the podcast yeah, network yeah it's yeah it's check check that out if you like this you like more stuff i'll um, tell you the problem with the cupcake comedy show joey and okay, it's that it? uh if you're not performing on it you're indulging in a free cupcake which when you, if you've ever tried to laugh <laughs> while eating a cupcake yeah, a cupcake it's kind of messy yeah all the frosting goes business. up your nose and all the you start it could be a real hazardous scene yeah some yeah they need they need a niche, you know. So every show needs a reason why people got to come out. And well, it very quickly became the Heimlich maneuver show. Yes, funny how things end up. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that coffee house just has a lot of people there just hanging out. So yeah. they see it and they're like, "Oh, you guys are doing comedy now. I'm gonna come to this." And it has oh, yeah. just a fun like forty person room fill up. It's yeah, nice, a nice little spot. You have a very chill vibe to you. I imagine that also attracts crowds because people just kind of people yeah, people they, like chill people. Then they come back to yeah. things they like. Yeah, they save it. Well, I mean, like as compared to like an extrovert who's like in your face and like you know trying to coerce you to do yeah, things. A def- chill vibe is that's medium pimping right yeah, there, my friend. Medium. Hey, I've done it. <laughs> Bringing it back I've got around. Got it. Um, yeah, I definitely used to be more extroverted. Yeah, I definitely have become more like reserved, and I don't go out as much. Yeah, as like I used to. Any reason why, or you I just you just favor quiet nights? Favor some isolation. Yeah, favor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I used but, to be big going like downtown. That was good. I'm glad I didn't do that before I go here because like this would be expensive. Going downtown. Yeah. Yeah, I'd drinking say so. a lot and getting drunk, probably getting in a wreck. Was that what you were going to do before coming to the yeah. show? Yes. Get drunk downtown and wreck the car? <laughs> I mean, we could have brought the equipment to the wreckage and we could have there, done a show there. There you go. Yeah. Bring it to me. <laughs> um, no, so, what, yeah. so, so, Def, yeah, more introverted now. Yeah. But you were a little bit more gregarious chill. when you were younger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was pretty ener- ener- energetic. energetic. Were you in bands? Did you play an no, instrument? I were wish. You, were you a skateboarder? 
for like a couple months. Yeah. No. That's how we all were, right? For a couple months. Yeah. And then it went, no. Yeah. And then you realize, I, I can't wish do I this without a helmet. I should I thought about buying, there's like this church parking lot by my place where it's pretty big and it's flat. And I thought about practicing, getting a skateboard and. Doing some sick yeah, tricks. Go, like, or just, no, just learning to go, <laughs> relearning yeah. to go and turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going to the sick tricks <laughs> later. Learn, <laughs> learn how to turn and stop first and then we ease into the tricks. <laughs> I used to hang out with a bunch of skaters, skateboarders in, in high school, and they were always the most interesting bunch. <laughs> they were all extroverted, and they were all, they, they just, there's like a, there's like a very um, welcoming attitude to skateboarders, but you have to be okay with the fact that they're going to pull a lot of pranks and stunts and stuff, mm-hmm. whether on or off the boards. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. There's a... Uh they're skaters yeah skate, skaters are goofballs they're fun little yeah fun little fun kids huge goofballs i would have i would have liked to have been a skate more of it in the skater crowd well you Looking know you back it could yeah. have been my draw give it a third or fourth month you never know man <laughs> you never know. i could get back into the game you can get into the x games <laughs> i believe that's the uh that's the major platform now for that right yeah it's the one with the half pipe yeah you're not really uh, <laughs> exactly uh but you're not really into sports necessarily mm, no that's there's like if it's like a, I don't know, any, it's always fun to watch like any any close game, I suppose. Yeah. If it's like actiony and like some cool stuff's going on. Yeah. Because I do like, yeah, I can appreciate like some athletic. Competition. Can, yeah, when they're, yeah, yeah, everyone's trying their hardest when it's like tied and it's about to go down to the wire. That's kind of fun to watch. But just in general, yeah, I don't really have like a favorite team. Yeah. Or like. Is everybody all about the Cornhuskers where you're from? Oh, yeah. Or Creighton. The Creighton Blue Jays. Oh, Creighton. They're from Nebraska. They're in Omaha. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's in Lincoln for sure, definitely. That's recent, though, right? Creighton is only, they're only a recent sensation because they were just a a, a mid-major or a small major for a while. Yeah, they, but their basketball team is always, like, really. Yeah, they're great. They always go to, like, the the big 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 dance, dance, baby. The big dance. Punch your ticket. Yeah, they're always they're they get yeah their their team's really good. Um, yeah. But everyone yeah mainly in Lincoln is totally all about the Huskers. The population of Lincoln is like two hundred fifty thousand people, and okay. then that's ev- pretty the big. Husker. That's almost the size of Staten Island. Yep. And then when Husker game day happens, it's like nine hundred thousand. Yeah. It like triples in size. Did you ever <laughs> paint a red N on your cheek? Oh yeah, that's Hell happened yeah. before. That's that's happened. We got pictures of that. <laughs> Mm, maybe yeah somewhere there's i know one of me as a kid that it's it's in my home yeah so what's your uh what's your day-to-day like well first of all how old are you 25 25 what's your 25 25 still alive what's your uh what's your day-to-day like i mean we got a we got a day job we got the day job at this this tech company. Yeah. Um, uh, Welcome to Austin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's hopefully it could be a good one for doing comedy. Um, it's, do you like, like working there? I mean, you don't yeah. have to say the company or you don't no, have to yeah, it's, get no, too it's into pretty it, good. It's yeah. I'm just like, oh, uploading these apps on these tablets and sometimes taking some calls for like some tech support questions for That's some it, companies that upload the don't apps. know how to like turn their tablet on or <laughs> yeah. something's not working. Are you hitting the power button, sir? Yes. Yeah. Basically stuff like that. So it's like, seems like some, it could be pretty chill. Yeah. It can be good for, yeah, doing comedy. So we got doing that from like, uh, right now my hours are like eight to five, but I think I'm going to switch to like four, four days of 10 hours. Yeah. And get like a get three, it all three, in. three, all three weekend, three day weekend. Um, you still getting out, going to open mics and stuff like that? 
Um, every when I can think about it and I have time or I have a very specific couple of things I want to like work on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I do, I'm usually, usually I go to like tramps or what was the last one I went to? Yeah. I just like that you're dropping all these Austin locations. Tramps. Yeah. Give it up for tramps. Good old sports bar. I feel like, I feel like you have to say with a little bit of like tramps. Tramps. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, when I first moved here, I thought that was a strip club. Yeah. I was like, what is Mr. Tramps about? It sounds like it would be a strip club. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I've been trying. Yeah. If I, yeah. If I have like a new thing I'm thinking about, I usually try to do a, a mic. Yeah. Work it out. Any new bits lately? Oh, yeah. I've been working on this bit about this lava lamp that I like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. What, let's, uh, yeah. How is the bit working? <laughs> yeah. People, people like it. I just like talk about how I don't like to watch TV. Yeah. But, like the last thing I did watch was like this lava lamp for like a while. Uh, it's actually, good. it's very funny. Pretty good. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how the, the writers of that show are just so good. Yeah. <laughs> how they keep you in. I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> mesmerized can't put it down it's unpredictable <laughs> yeah binging on this lava lamp um yeah i got some new things kind of working around um lava lamps have, I, a, have a very strange place in our culture dude don't? they're man they're awesome i've just i bought this lava lamp maybe it was like a couple months ago and yeah i've been really into I've it and yes yeah, it's, it's the best previously the last best buy for my home was like this little uh, caterpillar ashtray yeah like this woman <laughs> caterpillar ashtray she's like smiling at you and she's like <laughs> yeah. looking at you like come on ash in my back <laughs> <laughs> i got at this vintage store she looks adorable yeah and now the next my next favorite thing i bought was this lava lamp dude let me tell you something you should start saving your money and get an aquarium going aquarium that is endless viewing pleasure some That's, different colored fish. You get some fish in there. You get a little, you get the guy with the fucking grid helmet, <laughs> the scuba diver. Aquarium, no fish. Yeah. An aquarium <laughs> with no fish. Even better. It's just water and the noise. That's like, really what, the yeah. noise could be relaxing, kind of. Very relaxing. An aquarium is like, like the equivalent of a lava lamp in HD. Yeah. It's like bigger too. It's one step up. So that's cool. You do a lot of shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Been so you're a man about around. Time. Yeah. Um, I'll be at Cap City from like the fifth to the eighth. What? That'll be fun. Who are you opening Host, for? Hosting for Sam Morrill. Oh, dude, Sam so, Morrill's amazing. Yeah, and, uh, I think you should check the date on that though. I believe that's April. What did I say? You I said May. Oh, I said May. <laughs> yes, our, I said I thought I said April. Yeah, yeah, this next month, whatever is in like a couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> Sam's great. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Raul Sanchez is the feature. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be fun yeah i majorly yeah i just look forward to trying to or open mic yeah if i ever go to cap that's what open mic i try to do like cap city and like genuine joe's are like the only yeah places i really sort of focus like where i try to like build your craft yeah like and work too hard where um, do you uh where do you hope to end up with stand up do you want to go to la or new york at some point yeah probably which, which one do you think is calling to you more i'd probably like to go to la yeah you so seem you seem more like an la kind of guy there's i want to get more there's like some more acting stuff out there i want to get involved in some of that stuff later on and like writing and more script pitching and yeah if you had to choose right now between acting and writing which one would you pick 
Oh, if they can both be pretty cool, uh, probably writing. Yeah. Yeah, like write some fun show or like help write a fun show with like a couple of people. Yeah. Do you have any uh, like pilot ideas or anything like that? Yeah, I have this one, th- uh, one thing I'm working on right now. Aside some from fun just ideas. watching a lava lamp. Yeah, this is, <laughs> it's actually, yeah, it's this lava lamp. Yes. It's, you know how Netflix, how they have that bonfire that just turns on? Dude. It's a lava lamp that you just watch for I, I know <laughs> countless seasons. I know we're joking, but that could <laughs> be one of the most brilliant ideas like just put a lava lamp on tv you know people are gonna just fucking put it on dude i should uh, hit him up about this is facebook live is netflix watching yeah they can fucking pick this <laughs> yeah, up ne- dude yeah pick up the lava lamp bit the netflix ceo is a huge fan <laughs> of, of this podcast dude um him and jake Rowe. but yes our biggest yeah. fans hell yeah um the what were we talking about? We were talking about writing and if you have any pilot ideas oh, and yeah, you said you have an idea for a show. Like a call, this bit about these people that just work in a call center. Yeah. And they're just like some part of some team and they're, I mean, I used to work in a call center. I just like wrote down all these funny ass conversations yeah. between people that like felt like these separate bits or like these separate scenes. That could be fun. I mean, I don't, there's definitely like no end game with it now and I have no means of producing it. So I'm just like, writing up and storing all these ideas so yeah. hopefully someday maybe yeah. when i have the means to do so it's like oh, i already have this whole thing kind of worked out maybe we should try this one or this one yeah let's come up with a with a tv show right now i think 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 we're up for that yeah all right um, I'll, I'll 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 kick it i'll kick it off ready okay four guys who four guys. yeah who live in a tree house decide to start a company what kind of company is it they it's this they're all spanish okay sure and they they built it yeah and now they're going to build tree houses all over the place so four spanish guys are gonna in a tree in a tree are gonna begin a tree house business yeah except <laughs> well we gotta have, there's some have some different some different ties we gotta we gotta have some drama yeah we gotta have like okay one's maybe uh Maybe she's she one's like this uh sixteen year old, seventeen year old girl who's like the maybe she either works, she could either work there or she uh takes calls and maybe one's the dad. Yeah. And some you know, there's some boys try to talk to her and she's like, She has to be at work, you know, <laughs> and uh, sometimes she leaves and dad's like, Where are you at? And then yeah. we need like maybe a brother mm-hmm. situation. I'm into it. Who's uh two brothers maybe like and we get a nerdy one you know yeah and then we like likes to read and are you like, offering me the role because i want to be the nerdy brother I'll be the nerdy, the nerdy brother. spanish <laughs> I, yeah I could, I could do spanish Buenos dias. There. there hey <laughs> Ayudar. Ay, yeah. and then yeah and then get a more muscular one that wears like a football jersey yeah i mean and i then, i don't mean to brag but i just took a vacation to puerto rico so i think i could play latino you can do it yeah and get in there yeah the next community picked up a few things <laughs> Uh, here's the antagonist. You ready? Oh gosh. The antagonist is a contractor who wants to tear down the forest to pave a parking lot. <laughs> so you see the conflict here is that they've got a treehouse business, but they need trees. They do need trees, but they need a they need trees with neighborhoods you know this forest i mean forest is bad that makes me sad it makes everyone sad well they, yeah well, their business is more like going to homes that's why they're an antagonist they are antagonizing <laughs> our our protagonists our four spanish dudes i think the antagonist should be someone who sees their business and it's really good and they try to buy it from them oh and so then they and then they say no we're family business and oh then it's yeah. like fine i'm gonna make the same business and then compete now with you competing. and try to swallow your company and then they 
go so, head to head. So like a big tree to tree, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> I will. So a, a big, a big like corporate treehouse company. Like, yeah. are we looking at like a hostile takeover? Like, yeah. like David versus Goliath. Yeah, like they're going to swallow up all their clients and yeah, try to take it globally. It's a very modern social sort of and then conflict they burn we're it addressing. Down. Whoa. <laughs> get get out. They burn and ludicrous yeah. place. And then, and, and then yeah, get out or move get out. Give me a song. Yeah. And stand up by ludicrous plays out. Yeah. Or there's that one song, Move Bitch, Get Out the Way. Yeah. I mentioned that's that older. One. Yeah, yeah, it's an older or I mean newer. Older a, for him. Yeah. But newer for for people engaging in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are uh, crazy how it works. Yeah. Time. You seem very tapped into like a, like a, like a, a spiritual, spirituality. Are you, are you sort of one with the universe? Are you one of those guys? No. What are you talking about? Do you light a lot of <laughs> scented candles or? I you like scented candles. You think about I've, that I've, shit? I've been, I've been, <laughs> do you think about can, scented candles? Do you think about scented candles in which um, sense? No, I mean like, do you think about like, yeah, you know, yeah, mystical no. shit like that? Yeah. Um, I enjoy thinking that stuff. I was, I grew up Catholic not so much anymore. Don't really know. It's hard to call any of these, know of anything yeah. certain about much of anything going on. Yeah. So I'm very, there's like, definitely there's like an ether weird spiritual thing going on. Could be. Could be. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, open. I'm definitely open to it. The only way I to I say ever... hi to it every day. Sure. The I, only... get, I wave goodbye to it every night. <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah. Spirituality. I'd be ni- yeah. I'd be nice to it. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's a, uh, Definitely don't upset it. Yeah, don't upset it. Be yeah. a be a be a kind natured human. But I tell you, if you have a lot of questions about any sort of spirituality, just trip out, and then all those questions will be That's answered. True. Yeah. Have you ever tripped out before? I've yeah, I've I've, I've, I've taken some psychedelics. Yeah. I've taken. Which ones have you done? Definitely, I've done well, all of them. I mean, Re- all uh, LSD, okay. LSD, DMT, shrooms. You've done DMT. Yeah. What happened? I saw like this. Uh, I mean, there's a good amount of stuff. Well, let's take let's take a couple steps back. What what brought you to? Uh, can we talk about it? Or is yeah, that, yeah, let's do it. I don't want to talk about something that you don't want to. No, let's do it. Yeah, I was. Uh, what what brought this about? Where were you? How, how did I was you get on it? top of a mountain in Utah? Yeah, and I got it for what from, reason? Because um, I wanted to go to uh, Zion National. That's where it was. It was in so Zion you, National forest national park yeah national park you, sh- you just took a road trip yeah just yeah. took a road trip out yeah. there and with uh, well, i friends? got in there and then they no just me I, yeah. this is when i was like i took like this two-month road trip in like the summer of 2015 oh wow i was just like traveling around okay um yeah and i got this little baggie from some dude who was a f- friend of a friend's i met in uh tempe when i came through there you said it was dmt so he's, not, yeah, I'm so not you sure passed, what it was because I've asked, I've told some people about it and they're like, that just sounds weird. I don't know if that's... <laughs> uh, I mean, there's no way. I feel like it's different for everyone. Yeah, right? so I'm not too sure. Well, let me ask it's you It's hard this. to always go like, this is, someone's like, this is DMT and you're like, okay, random person I just I, met. Have you ever, whether on purpose or accidentally, smoked PCP? No. Okay. There, even <laughs> that I know, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would know. Yeah. You would definitely know. know. If I someone know. passed you something to smoke and it turned out to be PCP, <laughs> you would definitely fucking know. <laughs> no, I've no, um, that's not happened. Okay. So now that that's out of the way, because sometimes like this sounds like a situation where somebody sold you something, they said it was DMT, you may not have known, but you don't have anything to, co- to compare it against. Yeah, I didn't. In terms of smoking 
something that I may mean, have I've had done it before. So that was like the first. So you pass through Tempe, and this is a friend of a friend. He sells you what he says is DMT. Yeah. And you kind of hang on to it, it to me. <laughs> until you. Uh, oh, he just gave it to you. Yeah. And you kind of just hung on to it until you got to Mount Zion. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go up there and do that. Um, how uh, how t- how high was this mountain? That's a per- well. It wasn't too. It wasn't too big. Because here's another story I want to have. Because I went. I went there, and this happened also at the Grand Canyon, where I was like going to camp, and then they took my camp, and they're like, "Hey, man, it's full, or oh. you have to have a reservation." Yeah. Same thing happened at Zion. They're like, "You need to have a reservation." I was yeah. Like, Fuck that. I parked like a mile or so, a couple blocks like out by like the small town by this yeah. like gas station, and I just like hiked in with like uh, my sleeping bag and a big backpack. And they kicked and you just, out. No, well, oh. no, no. That's why I drove up with my car and they said, no it's car. full. Yeah, and then I just parked in and parked away and just walked in okay. and just walked around yeah. and just went in. And so... And when I just found any mountain, really, that looked nice. I was walking and I was like, that one looks good. Was it steep? Did you need equipment no, to hike up no, it? No. Oh, so, yeah. so you just hiked up? Yeah, I just hiked up. It was sat a nice down little, and then... There's a couple of trees up there, yeah, and just sat down and next to a tree and I didn't have a bull or like a lot... I didn't have any way to... I did, I looked it up there. I was like, how do I put this in me? Yeah. And then on the internet, it said the best way then would be to either put it through my butt or mm-hmm. snort it. Oh, God. I, What'd you do? I snorted it. Okay. So I just put my nose in this little little baggie that I was in. Yeah. Well, and, what did it look like? Uh, it was like pinkish. Was it a powder? Yeah. Okay. Like a pinkish powder. Yeah. Like a white pinkish. Yeah. Um, Like a pale pinkish. Um, Yeah. It started just like, a, like an acid trip. Yeah. Sitting down on a tree like wavy kind of colors how much did you snore patterns. Did, did you do like a uh, yeah bump? i did the whole thing no oh, you did i the did whole the, thing? the whole bag yeah yeah or like a like a hefty bag <laughs> yeah, I, like a, i'm not sure how much a whole was, bag. was like it was like i mean there's like little those little tiny square bags have sure. you ever seen those before people i have no have idea like, what you're talking about people have, like, coke <laughs> <laughs> little co- have you ever seen a little coke bag <laughs> uh no I, no not at all uh, <laughs> um, it was like but a little bag one a little yeah a little bag is like halfway through it looked like there's like I don't know how many grams is in there. But there was it, there was a significant amount of powder. Oh, yeah. There's a good enough. So, you there's snorted like it and then uh, how many minutes before you started feeling or seeing something? It was like probably like 15 or 20 minutes. Okay, so, so, it took a little it bit like, to kick in. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Some people, yeah. I didn't know anything. I did it right. And what did you started feeling first? Uh, that acid, like uh, similar like, yeah. patterns and chill um just colors patterns movement and then like were you seeing that stuff kind of stayed and then it just like swooped yeah swirled through and then it was just like color it was just like color like it was like a color room of waving in um now color and, like were you still seeing trees were you still seeing things or were you no, just like all, blinded by yeah, it was just random movement of like a, all of it like coming together and just like morphing around yeah yeah um and then similar to a lava lamp no yeah, i mean yeah <laughs> yeah it was like yeah bouncing weird things floating around but it was um, but it was moving shapes. quickly yeah things were flying around yeah just yeah it just turned into the chaos were you then, freaking out or were you were no you okay? i was just like into it i was into it and then i got to like i came to like it felt like it's like just like a black it was like dark i came to like a dark like space yeah and like i felt like i was in a like a ball like a globe mm-hmm. like a snow globe and i felt like the sh- snow globe around me like kind of like rotated up yeah and i was uh standing in front of like this like big figure which is like this like a uh, 
this like demonoid figure yeah multiple arms like like a crazy like head then like a goat head thing did it look evil or yeah it was yeah, it looked like bad did you tell yourself that it was evil or oh, were yeah. you just like let's see where this goes yeah um i mean i was just observing yeah at this point it but it gave off like a negative energy i didn't feel good yeah There's if like, you if there was a fictional monster that you can compare this thing to is there um uh, like satan uh, yeah it looks like uh it's like a uh like a, <laughs> a, a, i don't just like a giant yeah demon. like a yeah giant demon Did it have like well, a had like a goat skull like a, a human skull and like human a human face. head underneath yeah. it okay there's like a two scenario like a totem pole scenario and then had yeah. like a bunch of different arms like yeah like uh you see that i think it's a da vinci drawing where it's like the man who's sure. like that with the different arms the bio- like, yeah. biology uh, yeah it's just yeah. different rotating arms somewhere like skeleton somewhere like like crab claw things somewhere <laughs> just like multiple arms that sounds and he had like a bunch horrific. of horrific <laughs> water coming out of his chest and there's like people like swimming up it trying to like go up it uh, you're seeing all this yeah you're able to this detail in, is yeah. very yeah and i was sitting in there and then I noticed I just didn't want to be in there. I was like, I wouldn't, didn't want to be a part of anything to do of any of that. And in and the figure knew I was like feeling that way. And he was like mad that I wasn't in there. And then like, but just thinking more about like not being wanting to be a part of that, like help it like go away. Yeah. And it again with like the globe, it like felt like it rotated again to like a, some more color and light like there was that at the beginning. Yeah. And I went more towards that. And then I got back to like that space at the beginning where it was like this nice color room, but I felt like there was people in it. And it was like, like, uh, people that I like love, like, a so people that you knew. Yeah. Like a, like a friend energy, like a parental, like a, like a comfort, like, like a, a counselor, a, st- a mentor ish figure. Some like, it wasn't my parents, but it was okay. like, it was like a, my energy from my parents, but also energies from like other mentor figures that I've like but thought about. This was a figure you conjured though. It didn't take no, on the was, shape or no, face of anyone. Yeah, knew. It was just yeah. like a, it was just there. Yeah. And then like, like a, someone I've loved, like a intimate relationship yeah. partner. Okay. And it was just like energy of like all those three, good energy. three different types of those kinds of people. It's yeah. like being in that space, but uh, it was like people I've like yeah. met. And then like, I knew it was like, there was more people there besides like my good friends and everyone I met. There's like these whole new other people that I haven't met yet. Yeah. So it's like a, just so a like group. a stretch of time of like a good group of people all in like this room that was like yeah. three different, like a single energy. So I knew there was like, it felt like the space was just bigger and just filled with like more yeah. people. Like it felt like this room was like running around, but there was like only three things to like focus on. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that like the energy and the colors like slowly like whittled away. And it's like, I remembered like staring at this one color for a while and then it just like turned into like the tree branch that was like, right above, above my head so you're coming out of like it laying down and yeah. then just like went back into like the sky yeah and i was like blinking and like as i blinked it was just like wiping yeah wiping it away like a like it was all like just starting to fade glasses. away yeah i was like yeah. tapping it out and then like it kind of lingered for a while bit like at the end of like an acid trip it's like kind of v- you feel like vibrating yeah like vibrating physically it's still yeah in you're a little exhausted yeah um but yeah then if you just feel like fuzzy yeah i just felt fuzzy yeah wow and so then, all told you know how long that was um after i started feeling it probably only like five minutes maybe yeah that's what i heard like dmt trips was, are yeah my phone was like dead so yeah. i didn't like oh you didn't have time yeah yeah 
it was like yeah, I had, and then I went back into my car to like charge it. Yeah, <laughs> I went back later. I was like, I, I thought about staying up on the hill, and I was like, I think I'm just gonna sleep in my car. And so, yeah, right. <laughs> I walked back. Were you freaked out at all afterwards, or were oh, you just yeah, like, I was, that was, yeah, I was like, that was, I heavy. was like tears down my face, and I was like, that was weird. It's yeah. it like definitely still today, like yeah, the heaviest type of you definitely took dmt i don't trip. know who's telling you, you didn't, but that sounds <laughs> I, like well everyone's like it sounds like usually everyone's is a lot more not like intense or you see so many things like well what i've heard is attention to so many things yeah i've heard there's a lot of sort of mathematical patterns and geometric shapes just, involved well, i just felt like acid yeah that part was very like similar before yeah yeah but i but, mean uh but I, like the vividness of like it was very much like a vivid dream just like yeah. being awake in like this crazy dream like space that's it's not, like I, it was like it was like yeah definitely like being on like a vivid dream but like tripping balls in like a vivid dream yeah <laughs> well the the monster thing you described just sounds like yeah, that's pretty tight yeah i have that on the front cover of my death metal band album yeah hell that's yeah it's gonna be <laughs> have you seen that cover that's uh sick. i can't wait to see it it kind of makes me wonder uh what would have happened if you put it in your butt yeah who knows <laughs> it's it's totally totally different better. trip <laughs> yeah could have been uh you know i'd be swimming in the, the stream with all the people yeah, end up in a this. south park episode or something <laughs> who knows yeah i'm glad i didn't i thought about it. i was like i don't know how to put it in my butt i was like i don't have anything to it would have been way too i feel like i would have. Uh, you're, you're looking it. at me like i have the answer here <laughs> yeah, I, right how do i put it in my butt the only way i could think to do it is by cramming your hand up there with it in your hand <laughs> but it. that just sounds like a very you know sloppy way to do it you probably Fist waste myself. a lot <laughs> yeah uh so well a, i think for me. where are we at on time ethan all right. Well, that's oh, that's yeah, uh, yeah. We here's the thing. I love hearing about people's drug experiences because I have not had many of my own. Oh, they're fun. So yeah, <laughs> and I like I was younger, like way way younger when I was even experimenting, and so I did not get the same uh, out of whatever it is I took that people like. I didn't have the same uplifting experience. Mm. Like I just I'm not good with. I don't like smoking I mean, weed or yeah. doing any of that stuff. I have too much anxiety weed might help with the anxiety weed ever help with this anxiety weed never know it makes it worse it makes Uh, me wonder who fucking hates me you know I mean that's because I'm in my own head most of the time without any weed or alcohol I don't don't do anything anymore like I just chill now I don't I drink a lot of coffee but that's it that's all right. coffee's awesome yeah I love coffee well uh, I'm I'm glad you came by today yeah dude thanks for having me I'm glad we got to share some we shared some some, some laughs we created a tv pieces. show yeah thought of the lava lamp thing thought of the lava lamp i learned uh, some you know we, we talked about music this yeah. is an action-packed hour yeah um, yeah and um i would in, in, encourage all of our listeners to stop by body tape intl.com that is the pew, pew. podcast network that this show is a part of body tape international again body tape intl.com uh click over there and sample any one of their fine shows including joey's listening room show that's it's a good on one there, baby it's on there baby yeah if you want to hear some more drug stories there's some some, some from my own and some from from other good folks sharing on there so lots of good people lots of good there. you're getting more than just cheech and chong you're getting yeah. you're getting everybody on there uh that was a, a, a 37-year-old man joke right there. But uh, if you enjoyed this show, drop us a line at ryanhasapodcast at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for us. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Poo-poo. See you. Yeah.